Well, hey friend, have you ever wanted to start journaling but just couldn't quite make it work? I have so many unused, beautiful journals that either are not written in or only have a couple of pages filled out. I always aspired to journal, but I struggled to actually make it happen. Today, I'm going to share the journaling method that I started using that took me from blank unused journals to filling those babies up with my thoughts and ideas. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. So if you are anything like me, you probably have some really beautiful journals just sitting around completely unused. When I bought the journal, I had this aspiration of, you know, journaling and um, and maybe keeping like a, a daily journal and it just never really happened. Oh, it could happen for maybe a day or two, but beyond that, no. And this went on for years. So I had quite the stockpile of journals that I eventually ended up just giving away. So the question is, why do we do this? Why do we buy these journals and then not use them? I think the main reason is perfectionism. Perfectionism keeps us from doing a lot of things that we want to do, and journaling is no exception. I don't know about you, but especially if I have a really beautiful journal, there's a part of me that feels like by writing in it, I'm going to mess it up because I know for a fact that I'm going to end up, you know, spelling something wrong or needing to mark something out, and I'm just kind of afraid of messing it up. Beyond that, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the beginning that I'm going to, quote, start journaling. And to me, in my brain, that meant that I needed to do it every single day, that it needed to be something I did consistently. And so that's why I would maybe do it for a few days. And then whenever I would miss a day, I would stop because I had this all or nothing thinking going on. Also perfectionism related, I always felt like my journal or diary had to be like the ones that you see on movies or television shows. There will be an actor that's reading the journal that they found or the one that even that they wrote and there'll be this voiceover of all this like beautiful prose and you know this nice story and it'll be written really well and so I also was putting a lot of pressure on myself to write my journal like somebody was going to be reading it like it was a story or a book so no wonder I had such a hard time getting started or being consistent because I was putting all this pressure on myself about this journal. <laughs> I mean, so much pressure, how I was writing in it, not messing it up, having to do it a certain way at a certain time. 
ridiculous. Now, I will say that one thing that I tried that worked for me well and that I have, I've since quit doing, but if you struggle with the perfectionism part of not wanting to mess up a journal, and this goes for a planner or anything else, I highly recommend the Friction Erasable Pens. These are not the erasable pens of your middle school years. These are way better erasable pens. And um, one tip is that if you do use these erasable pens, because they're called friction and heat is what makes it erase, if you leave it in a, like a hot car or something, you run the risk of the... Um, of the writing erasing. So just keep that in mind. But if you're just trying to get started and trying to get over your perfectionism and just start journaling, you have the ability to erase. So nothing that you put down is, you know, absolutely set in stone. Another tip I have about overcoming perfectionism that worked for me is that I would actually just mess my journal up pretty quickly. <laughs> kind of on purpose. As a matter of fact, whenever I would order journals um, from online sources or somewhere, occasionally they would get a little bit damaged in shipping, like the little corner would come scuffed or something. And I used to be bothered by that, that it wasn't like the pristine, perfect journal. And then I started seeing it as a blessing that, oh, this is an imperfect journal. It's going to be an imperfect journal because as I pour out my my brain and my mind and my thoughts into it, as it becomes used and loved well, it's going to become imperfect. And I've also had that same attitude towards my Bibles. I used to really like my Bibles to be, you know, just in like pristine condition. And now I've realized that whenever I use my Bible, whenever it is well-loved, well-read, um, it has marks in it and it has marks on it and maybe a coffee stain. So, so I just try to get over that hump of like it getting messed up as soon as possible. And I expect it and I applaud it. This comes down to personal preference, but in general, I also don't buy pretty or fancy journals anymore. The journals that I keep are generally just a black cover, completely black cover with lined interior pages without anything fancy on them. There's no writing or even scripture or anything. It's just truly a blank, plain Jane journal. I do date my entries. And so once the journal is filled up, I take my label maker and I will put um, the date, like the date that I started the journal of the first entry and then the date of the last entry. And I print it out on a label maker and I put it on the spine of my completely plain black journal and I put it on my shelf. So I know, you know, if I want to reference it, I can go and I know, you know, what dates it's from. Another thing that helped me actually start journaling was really establishing the reason why I was journaling. And Jim Rohn has an excellent teaching and training on this. I think it's called How to Keep a Journal. I think there is a YouTube video with that training that you can watch for free. It's quite old because Jim has been passed on for quite a while now, but it's still really great information. So that can help as well to get you in the right mindset to actually keep a journal consistently. And I will link that down below if I can find it. Okay, so the question is, what is the journaling method, right? So we've talked a little bit about the perfectionism, but what is the method that I started using that really transformed things? And that is, I started to just write down my one sentence thoughts. Thoughts are sentences in your brain, and I would write down one thought like per line. It took a little bit more, I went down to the next line, but I didn't write it in 
a paragraph form. I ditched the paragraphs. I ditched trying to write it like it was a story. And I started just writing and really capturing my one sentence thoughts. Typically, I will use bullet points for each one. I don't have the pressure of filling up a whole page. If I just write down three bullet points and use three lines, then I just skip down the next time I write the next date and I start again. So it really takes the pressure off. And what's so interesting is that you would think, oh, how much can you really get out of that? But I really love going back and being able to see exactly what I was thinking about and where my thoughts were, where my head was three years ago, two years ago. It helps me see so much how I've grown, what I was concerned about, um, what I was praying for, what I was worried about that nine times out of 10, actually probably more than that, uh, never came to pass. I prefer to do this in the morning, but you can do it in the morning, at night when you go to bed, and also anytime whenever I just have some thoughts that I want to capture. That's all I have to have are just thoughts that I would like to capture. I don't have to write a story about it. I don't have to explain anything about it. I just capture those thoughts one at a time. And of course, ideas are thoughts. So my ideas are in there one at a time. And it's great. It's just the easiest method of journaling. And it really lowers the bar and lowers the pressure to actually make it doable and enjoyable. And if there aren't any thoughts that are coming into my mind immediately, I will sometimes ask myself some questions. A simple and easy thing to do is just go through the different categories of your life. I'll ask myself, what do I think about my business? What do I think about my health? What do I think about my key relationships? What do I think about my relationship with God and my spiritual growth? What do I think about my finances? And I will just kind of go through different areas of life and ask myself what I think about it. Now, I don't do this uh, very often just in my daily journaling um, because usually I have a lot of thoughts that I want to get down onto paper, but it can be a good prompt to just get you started if you're just sitting down staring at a blank page. So there you have it. Ditch the paragraphs, ditch the rules, and just start writing bulleted lists of one sentence at a time and you'll be taking your thoughts captive. I hope you have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon. Mm-hmm.